0: Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the beat Podcast. My name is Kelly and I am walking on a very busy street right now, as you can probably tell. My apologies for that. So I'm just gonna offer for you to imagine that while you're listening to this podcast episode, it's just that we are out on a walk together and if you hear cars going by it's just because you're on a walk and there are cars going by if you hear dogs barking or kids talking it's because we're on a walk and that happens so um after recording episode 30 where I was inspired by reflecting on everything that had to happen inside of me and outside of me in order for me to arrive in a place where I am so social and I love to go out and go dancing. It's one of my favorite things to do. And just how profoundly different this place is compared to me, one, two, and beyond years ago. It's so profoundly different. And without all of that background information for who it is that I used to be and how it is that I used to be in the world, Hearing that I go out with my friends on the weekend and frequently go out to places just so that we can dance, it just sounds like a normal thing. It's not profound in any way. It's something that people typically do. And ever since recording that episode yesterday, I have started to recognize that there are more examples of this. In my life than I ever realized previously. So many things that are just a part of my life now and normal for me that used to be so 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 foreign and in a lot of instances really scary for me to do. And there has been so much That has changed internally that has allowed me to arrive in a place in my life that from the outside looking in is so different than the life that I used to live and last night I was going to the grocery store to pick up some ingredients to recreate meal that I was craving that I had gotten at a restaurant on the weekend and as I was on my way to the grocery store to pick up those ingredients I was reflecting on just how differently I would have gone about this exact same scenario two years ago and how much more stressful and Calculated and particular and probably just downright unlikely this whole experience would have been just two years ago. Something as simple as thinking to myself, that meal that I had on the weekend at that Greek restaurant where it was just like a plate of rice and falafel and sauce and veggies... It was so good and it was so satisfying and comforting. I really want to make that now. Let me just go to the, to the grocery store and get some rice and cook it without measuring it. Just put it on my plate, pick up some sauce without looking at which sauce is the least amount of calories or going way out of my way to go to some weird health food store that sells like zero calorie sauces without watering down the sauce so that it is less calories and that I get more out of it, without measuring it, without cooking or roasting the vegetables in the oven um, and straying away from using oil and just doing everything in my power to control that meal and make it and manipulate it so that it was the least amount of calories and hit the, um, the most amount of boxes that I could hit that would make me feel safe eating that meal. Like, it has this much protein. It's under this many calories. It doesn't have oil in it, it. All of these things that I had learned to govern my food choices by that completely ignored so many other aspects of nutrition other than just what is going to control my body to be the smallest size it can possibly be. And my relationship with food has, of course, changed so much over the years. And it's funny to reflect on my past self because there were times where I really believed I had a very healthy relationship with food. And to the outside world, it looked like I did too. I was constantly receiving validation from the outside, saying that I am so healthy and I'm so admirable for the amount of discipline that I have and how much... I took care of myself and take care of my body through making all of these very disciplined and structured choices with my nutrition. And that is all great and that served me, I'm sure, very well for the time in my life that I was in, but there was just so much hiding underneath the surface level validation that I was getting supporting that what I was doing was okay, that it was healthy. That was actually proving that what I was doing was so profoundly opposite to healthy. And there were so many aspects of health that I was ignoring in that old approach to eating And it just feels so unbelievably freeing to just have something that I want to eat and not moralize it, not call it good or bad, not measure it based on how many calories it has, how much fat does it have, how filling is it, would somebody else look at this plate and call it healthy, would I be validated, or would other people think that I am, like, cheating on my diet by eating this like there are just so many other factors that i used to use to determine how and what i was eating that i just don't entertain anymore and because i'm not entertaining that laundry list of arbitrary expectations in within my nutrition choices anymore food takes up So little space in my mind. And I really want to emphasize and talk about my experiences with hyper food focus in the past because I held a lot of shame around it for a very long time and was so ashamed of it that I actually kind of repressed it and wouldn't even acknowledge that it was true. And in a lot of ways actually would go so far out of my way to pretend that I didn't think about food as much as I did. So like if I was with a friend and they, like the whole time that I was with them, I was just so hungry because I hadn't eaten all day because I didn't know if we were going to eat. And so I just to avoid being in a situation where I was going to have to eat something on top of what I already ate and then feel guilty for it, I would just starve myself. And rather than going and asking ahead of time, like, hey, do you want to go out for lunch later? Or like, should I eat beforehand? I would just, I didn't want people to know that I thought about food in advance. So I would just not and I would just starve myself instead. And then I would be with my friend and maybe for hours, I would just be thinking about, oh, my God, are we going to eat? Like, I don't know how much longer I can go. I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten yet. Like, should I say something? But if I say something, are they going to think that I'm weird? Are they going to think that I think about food too much? Like, are they going to judge me? Like, have they eaten yet? If I mention that I haven't eaten yet and that I'm hungry and then they say they haven't eaten yet either and they're not hungry, like, I'm going to feel like shit about myself because then maybe I shouldn't be hungry and maybe I should be more disciplined and not think about food so much just like them. Like, there was just so much mind drama around food constantly. And it really robbed me of my ability to be present and just enjoy aspects of my life, like friendships and relationships and just spending quality time with people because I was so much in my head thinking about my next meal. And my last meal and when I was going to get to eat again and how I was going to control it and what I was going to have to do to make up for it if I wasn't able to control it. And uh, there was just so much food on my mind constantly that it was the first thing that I thought about in the morning and the last thing that I thought about before bed and my whole day seemed to revolve around it. Every single task in the day was just something to check off the to-do list until I could eat again because I was so hungry and so focused on food that it just felt like my body and my mind were in survival mode. Like food was scarce and even though it was scarce because I was purposely restricting it, my mind and my body were still responding as if there was some kind of salmon and food was really all I thought about. And I revolved my whole day around it for so many years. And I held a lot of shame around that. I didn't want people to know that I thought about food as much as I did. I didn't want people to perceive me differently because of it. I wanted people to just have this very curated perception of me, have someone who is just naturally thin, and naturally fit, and just like likes to eat healthy and doesn't have that much of an appetite. Like I tried so, so hard to control other people's perception of me down to the itty gritty details of how other people perceived my relationship with food. And I would pretend and I would manipulate. And if a friend was like, hey, like, do you wanna get lunch? And I had been thinking about it for the last like three hours, how hungry I was and if we were gonna eat and if she was ever gonna mention it and that's all I could think about. It was playing constantly in the loop in the background of my mind for the last three hours and then she would ask me that. And then I would be like, oh, I totally forgot. I, I didn't even think about lunch. Um, Sure, yeah, we could get lunch if you'd like. And then inside, I'd be like, oh my God, finally. Oh my God, don't mess this up. I'm so hungry. I need to eat. And then externally, I'd be like so chill and like trying to pretend like it was not that big of a deal and that I hadn't been thinking about it at all. It's just so, so, so funny. And truthfully, very sad to look back on that part of my life and I really just want to express gratitude for my ability to just go to the store and pick up ingredients and cook some rice and put it on my plate without measuring it and cooking up some roasted vegetables and roasting them with olive oil and not measuring the olive oil and putting everything on my plate and dousing it with as much sauce as I wanted to to make the meal feel satisfying and delicious and not doing anything to manipulate the calories of the sauce or need to find the lowest calorie one or anything like that. to sit down with it and eat it and enjoy it and walk away from that meal feeling so satisfied, feeling mentally satisfied, emotionally satisfied, physically satisfied, and then just moving on with my night and not thinking about food again. I'm truly in a place in my life where I only think about food when it's time to think about food. And just as I was saying in the beginning of the episode, to a lot of people, that might just sound so normal and crazy to even acknowledge that that's something that I do now, because it's just the way that it should be. And the truth is that it wasn't how it was for me for as long as I can remember, and I really appreciate being in this place, having gone through everything that I've gone through to get here. And it is just so rewarding to have this relationship with food where it does nothing but just enhance my life. It doesn't cause me stress. It doesn't overwhelm me. It's not something that I use to determine how I feel about myself. I don't use my food choices to determine how I'm gonna treat myself. I don't worry in advance about my ability to control future food choices and come up with ways that I can manipulate my food choices, my exercise, my day, my everything to balance and even everything out in such an arbitrary way so that I could feel safe. It feels so amazing to be free from that mental prison I was trapped in for so many years. And I just wanted to share that very quickly because it was on my heart and i'm noticing more and more of these subtle things in my life that have become so normal and and are probably from the outside considered very normal but have actually taken a lot in order for me to be here and for this to be my normal and i wanted to share it too just in case you are in a place where you feel like your relationship with food or with exercise or with your body or with money or with drinking or with anything is in a place where it is controlling your life more than you would like it to be, and you hold a lot of shame around that, I want you to just know that you're not alone and that it's okay and it's, It's so common to have these disordered relationships with different substances in our life because we are just constantly looking for ways that we can control external things so that we can feel safe. And food was one thing that I latched onto, controlling in order for me to feel safe from my worries, And my fears of other people's judgments of me, of rejection, of confirming that I wasn't good enough. And I'm grateful that I had that vehicle to make me feel safe when I needed it. And I'm so grateful that I eventually got to a place where I recognized that it was no longer making me feel safe. In fact, it was making me feel the complete opposite and it was completely robbing me of my ability to feel joy and to have fun and to be present in my life and to maintain relationships and as scary as it was to commit to changing it and to really do a courageous work to untie those chains i had held myself to for so long and to face all of that fear, and all of that darkness, and all of that pain that I had been pushing down through my control of food. It was so, so worth it. It was so worth it. And I have so much more space in my life. I have so much more space in my mind and energy in my life to just pour into things that are important to me because I'm not living in this fight-or-flight survival control place anymore. And my life has become so much more vibrant and fulfilling and filled with so much love and connection and fun and presence. And I will ever scream from the rooftops just how worth it this journey was. And with that said, I am going to end the episode there. If you have listened to this whole thing, oh my gosh, that is so crazy to me. I so look forward to connecting with you over my next breakthrough.
1: And until then,
0: I hope you have the absolute best day of your life so far.